What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Gadget Reason Radio. My name is Sean, and I'm your host. Today is July 26, 2017, and hope everybody had a fantastic Tuesday. So does uh, does anybody out there notice anything different today? Maybe uh, maybe about the way the audio sounds here on Gadget Reason Radio? So yesterday I talked a little bit about the, the audio adapter issue that I was having, which was causing some pretty poor audio quality on my previous recordings. And I am extremely excited to be recording this on my new setup and leave it to a gadget geek or a tech nerd to take something as simple as recording with you know the Anchor FM app, which they did such a great job of making it easy for anybody to just you know, plug in a headset or plug in a microphone, hit the power, hit the uh, record button, and start recording their broadcast, which is great. Um, I think it's going to introduce a lot more, a lot more people into the world of audio broadcasting. But the, of course, the side effect of being a gadget nerd is we always take everything and figure out how we can make it better. And now I'm using my external microphone going into an external mixer slash audio recorder, and then audio levels are being adjusted. And now that's going into my iPhone lightning to 3.5 millimeter adapter. So, uh, you know, I'm sure you guys didn't need to know all that information, but that's why the audio sounds so clear now and does not have that annoying background hiss. So, um, super excited to be bringing you guys much clearer audio content, uh, going forward. So let's jump in with today's topic or, uh, where I want to start today, which is cord cutting. I want to talk a little bit about cord cutting, the state of broadcast television and kind of where we are now. And I'd love to get thoughts from you guys on what, what services you're using to try and cut the cord with your cable or satellite provider. So I guess the, the first question is, uh, how many of you out there have decided to finally make the jump and cut the cord with your cable and satellite providers. And if you did, are you using just an antenna now to get television or do you have, or have you subscribed to one of the alternative streaming television services that are out there? There's so many now that have started to pop up. And I think it's mostly just because of the fact that everyone, including even the television network providers themselves, have finally started to admit that um, that TV is changing. And, you know, people have finally started to speak with their wallets because for the first time in, in history, television um, services by companies like Time Warner, Cox, um, Spectrum, you know, even um, AT&T slash DirecTV satellite providers, you know, whoever you might have used, have finally started to to decline. Their revenues are declining, their user and viewers are declining, and um, it's it's finally gotten to the point where people are fed up. You know, we've we've gotten to a point where we do not want to pay for a you know $180 cable bill just so that we can get the few the few networks or the few stations that we really are going to watch. And for a lot of people out there, myself included, it really comes down to live sports, you know, and that's really the thing they've been been holding over our head for for the recent uh, you know last few years where where things were really starting to shift and people were canceling cable subscriptions, but a lot of people clung on to it or held on to their cable subscriptions because of that lack of things like NFL um, MLB, you know, your favorite NHL teams, whatever it might be, whatever sport you like to watch, live sports is really that that missing link between um, cutting the cord completely and going full on streaming service or just going with uh, alternate viewing um, viewing experiences like, you know, Amazon Prime and, and Netflix. So now, depending on how old you are, you may have a very different view on what TV was like, you know, for for me. Um, the progression for television has gone something like this. I started with just basic television, and that was where you know you had to know when your show was on, and you had to be home at that specific time, which meant that you had to pick between you know hanging out with friends or going out and being home at 8 p.m. to watch whatever whatever show you were trying to to catch. So um, that was obviously really annoying, and I don't think anybody ever really enjoyed that. We were just kind of at the mercy of what was available. 
but I think it was always a pain point. I think we would have preferred to be able to watch TV on our own schedule. And then VHS recorders came out and people started using these to record, you know, you could schedule your, your VHS recorder to, to start at a certain day and time and record your favorite show and you didn't have to be there to watch it. And that was a step in the right direction, but obviously it was a nuisance. You know, you had to make sure you turned your um, VHS recorder on. You had to make sure that it had a blank tape in it. Um, you know, again, if you're, if you're, not old enough to remember that, then you know you you were able to avoid all of these silly little convoluted things we had to do to be able to try and watch TV on our own time, and and you don't know any different. But the next progression for me was obviously then DVRs, and that was a little bit better, and it got better over time. Once DVRs were included with cable boxes and satellite boxes, and you could you know record multiple shows at once, that was much much better, and you could you know now start dictating. But I was still frustrated by the fact that I was paying for. 250 plus channels when really all I watched was, you know, maybe four or five different networks. And, you know, it's, there was just no way to avoid it unless you wanted to give up watching sports and, and other shows. So, so the next step, which is where we are now, is that um, because of the declining revenues and because other companies have started to cut deals with the television providers or television uh, network and content creators, that now you can get streaming television services where now you don't have to pay as high of a fee and get a bunch of channels you don't want. And you can get packages that include most, but not all of the channels that you probably would have had on you know network tr traditional network television. So I guess the first question is how many about how many of you out there have actually tried any of the streaming services? And if you've cut the cord now, what has your experience been like? You know, I'd definitely love to get some call-ins from you guys, or you know, leave me some uh, some text replies down in the comment section here that's now been added to Anchor, or you know, hunt me down on uh, on social media at Gadget Reason and uh, let me know what you guys think about some some of these cord cutting options. I'm going to tell you what what experiences I've had with the services that I've tried and kind of uh, try to break down you know, what the difference has been and why I still, to this point, have yet to actually fully cut the cord. So let's start by talking about the two, the two biggest determining factors on you know, which one of these services might fit you. And that's gonna be obviously the cost and the content that you can get. And this, you know, this is part of the reason why I actually haven't canceled uh, and cut the cord completely yet is because when you take into account the fact that you have to still get a internet, you know, subscription or you have to have some type of broadband connection to be able to use any of these streaming services, you know, you have to weigh that into the the cost of the actual streaming package you're going to choose as well. So what I've found is that to get content that's pretty comparable to what I have via the, the, the traditional cable or satellite subscription um, and then pay my you know, internet bill, it's it's not as big of a savings as you might think. And there's and there's a very good reason for that. And that's because the the content providers, the television networks, and all the people that are creating the shows that you watch, um, as well as the actual cable and service providers that were out there before are all in cahoots and, and they're, they're making it as difficult as possible. They're trying to, they don't want to make it too appealing for everybody to jump ship because then everybody would just do that. And so they're trying to make as much money as possible, obviously. And so the negotiations that are taking place behind the scenes when someone like Sling TV wants to put together a package is all about trying to get the best deal on each of the individual networks that they want to include so they can offer you the best price. But obviously those networks want to hold out and get as much money as they can. And they're using um, you know, the power of all of the, the current content providers and, and network providers and, and as well as the service providers to try and leverage that. 
And so, of course, the customers are, are left paying the price. And so, you know, if you look at, um, for most of the of the streaming TV packages that I've tried, I would have to go with one of the middle tier um, to higher end tiers to get um, all the sports that I want. So, you know, for me, again, it's all tied to sports. So the regional sports networks package for DirecTV Now, for example, is $50 a month. And so with that $50 a month, you know, I get pretty much comparable setup to what I had with, uh, with, with Spectrum television networks, or I'm sorry, a television provider. But um, I now have to pay that $50 plus tax and then pay my internet bill. And so I've been coming out somewhere around a hundred and let's just say a hundred and $20 a month. So I'd be saving about uh, $50 a month over my over my existing current, you know, cable slash um, internet subscription service. So, you know, saving 50 bucks a month is definitely that definitely adds up. And so that one was, you know, kind of had me on the fence for a while. Um, but then you know, you have to pay extra to add certain other things. So for me right now to get NFL um, Red Zone, for example. So NFL Red Zone, of course, is a channel where you can watch, um, basically jump around between all the games while each team is in a scoring position, which at this point has gotten to be where it seems like you're you're getting, that's like the best way to watch football for me is NFL Red Zone. To get NFL Red Zone now on the DirecTV Now package, you have to go with a certain tiered package to be able to get it, and then and then it's an additional add-on. With and that's kind of the same for all of the service providers that have it. Now it's also worth mentioning that not all of them do. Right now, the first thing I noticed about YouTube TV is that uh, there is no option to be able to get the the content from NFL Red Zone. So that one is pretty much um, there's just there's just no way around getting NFL Red Zone on YouTube TV, YouTube TV currently. So the other thing that I've noticed is that you know when you when you do have access to it, it's usually a little bit more expensive than because it's tied into some other sports package. Whereas with uh, Spectrum now, I can just pay $5 a month extra to get just NFL uh, Red Zone every year. So um, so, you know, there's, there's a few, there's a few little caveats that you're going to have to sort of wiggle your way through and you're going to have to really dig into exactly what channels you're missing. And I found that the best way to do it is to just do it the old fashioned way and make a list, you know, kind of make a list of the, the top 15, you know, television networks that you watch on a, on a month in month out basis and kind of compare that to the lists of what's available on any of these streaming services that you're going to that you're going to look at and then find the one that has the least missing i mean that's pretty much the the simplest way to do it and if you do that and you find that you're you're still saving 50 60 70 dollars a month then good for you I, I say go for it and cut the cord the only other thing to consider would be the quality of the streaming content and you know depending on what kind of audio visual fanatic you are um, there might might be some other things to consider for me, um, you know, YouTube TV right now is is one that I really was interested in based on its price and the content. However, it does not offer any Dolby Digital or surround sound programming content right now. On what kind of audio, you know, audio nerd you are, or how important surround sound is to you, um, that could be a deal breaker in its own in its own right. So, you know, for me, I like watching shows like Twenty Four Legacy or you know a show like Game of Thrones in true Dolby Digital surround sound. I just I, it gives me that nice theater experience, and um, you know I have a decent a decent setup for surround sound, so I like that. I also like watching live sports with Dolby Digital surround sound because it kind of puts you right in the middle of the crowd, and it just adds to the experience overall. Um, but at the end of the day, you're you're basically looking at on the low end, spending anywhere from thirty five dollars um, up to at the highest end 
for DirecTV Now's largest package, you'd be spending about $70 a month. Um, and that's just for the actual television content. Um, you also have to, again, keep in mind, you have to add in your internet bill and all the other little taxes and fees and any extra programming content add-ons that you're gonna select, like if you want to have the sports packages or um, for some of them, they include an extra $5 add-on for HBO Now. Um, and so there's, there's a whole nother thing to consider. So at the end of the day, you might end up being able to save between you know $50 and $80 a month depending on how much you're willing to give up and depending on how you feel about the overall video quality of the streaming broadcast. So you know, for me, I, I would say I'm pretty close. I'm, I, I think I'm going to see how things go this year with the, the NFL season. I'm going to try out uh, DirecTV Now and PlayStation View in terms of you know using NFL Red Zone and see if either of those experiences can get me pretty close to what I've been experiencing over the past few years on my cable uh, my cable subscription. And if I can if I can get there and I can save 50 bucks a month, then I'll probably do that. You know, and I think at the end of the day we have to remember we're all being uh, you know these are these are first world problems here. I mean, you know, there's a lot of places in the in the world where talking about what you're giving up on your digital 1080p 4K extremely luxurious uh, television setup is is pretty you know <laughs> I think we're pretty spoiled so uh, I think I'm gonna have to bite the bullet and be willing to give up some stuff and save a little bit of money so I think I think I'm 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 about. 70 to 80% of the way there. And, you know, I think, again, it's going to come down to just figuring out which one of these services I think works best for me. So um, I think I'm finally at the level where I'm ready to do it. Um, and I've tested them all out now, and it's time to just make a decision. So if any of you guys out there have made the decision already to leave your television subscription for one of these streaming services, leave me a call in or find me on social media at Gadget Reason and let me know which one you've gone with and what your experience has been like. Um, I've never used any one of them for more than the 30 day trial period. So I, you know, and I would say that at the time that I tried, I think PlayStation View was pretty new and it had a lot of issues. I don't know if those have gotten better. And, um, and the same thing went for, um, I think Sling also had some, some network issues and some, some problems with their um, reliability. So, you know, if, if you've had some experiences with any of those, you know, maybe later on in their development. I would love to hear what you guys think. But you know, that's that's where I stand with cutting the cord um, from my traditional television subscription service. So let me know what you guys think out there. If you liked the uh, the broadcast today, leave me a uh, comment or find me on social media and let me know what you think of the uh, of the Gadget Reason Radio station. And also be sure to favorite the channel if you like the content that's on here. Thanks for listening today. And I will talk to you guys later for the tech download.